Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Hello, everyone. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Shine. Okay, Kylie. Hi. Hi. Kylie. Hi. Como estas? I would like to order... Um, a cappuccino with oat milk, chocolate on top, and um, Uh a little uh, some Parmesan truffle fries, por favor. Um, with coffee, with cafe, with yeah, of course. My name is Josie, and my name is Yasmin, and I actually would rather die than have coffee with my fries. (laughs) Why? It's Um, a great combo. You're lying, Josie. I personally will have coffee with anything. You've seen me do it. You have a f- truffle fries? The not ideal, but that's what came to our mind. You Anywho, like, okay. I'm Alicia <laughs> Pascual Peña, <laughs> and I'll take um, a Cuban or Dominican uh, black coffee or chai. <laughs> a Cuban um, or Dominican black man right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll have. We a, don't need none of those. I'll have a La Croix, please. <laughs> disgusting. You. Anyways, anyways, we accept anyways. Uh, all of them. And this is dare we say and and. It is air. We eat, and you're watching it, it, Disney Channel. I'm breaking, and you're watching the Disney. This is dare we say. So you guys, I went to a Lebanese <laughs> wedding this weekend in San Francisco. It looked like a Bridgerton set piece. It was a Bridgerton set piece. We did it. We, as if I was <laughs> you the got one married? getting married. Um, it was at the San Francisco City Hall, and it was beautiful. Um, it looked like, and also that's where I had my prom. The San Francisco City Hall. I remember like everyone was dancing and I was like, I'm pretty sure like me and my ex-boyfriend back then like hooked up right there, right there. Wow. And it was so like, really sentimental. Really <laughs> sentimental. Like I was thinking about it and I was like, this aw, like this is so cute. Him and I. Fun fact. He was. Oh, God. He what? Was, he, mm. Was, mm, mm. he was white. Oh, no. I'm going to. Yes, but I'm going to throw up. Okay. Hold my hair. Hold my hair. What? He was Blue Lives Matter. Oh, <gasps> get out. Yeah, my boy. This was this was Why? a senior in high school. Why were you there? A senior in high school. This was 2015, and he took you to your prom. 2016. Yeah, I didn't know much back then. That's a lie. I I'm literally said that we fought about it constantly, and now I'm like, I'd rather my morals. I will not swallow that for anyone. Don't. What a journey. don't. I didn't say shit. All I said was don't. Alicia looked face. at me when she, when I said swallow, and she looked at me. Anyway, so the wedding was gorgeous, but I had so you see this necklace. If we could do a zoom in on this necklace. <laughs> It's the Lebanese outline. Not tell them what to do. <laughs> me. If we can zoom in. And someone comes up to me. This white woman comes up to me and she goes, what island is that? Get out. Swear to God. No, she was wait, like, wait, wait. Oh, Were you not at a Lebanese wedding? I was, but white people also come to Lebanese weddings. <laughs> well, fun fact. Believe, fun fact. We don't discriminate. We let white people get into anything but, these days. But why would a white person at a Lebanese wedding not know what Arabic letters look like? I'm it's not, not an Arabic letter. It's the outline of a country. Oh, you this have. One. Oh, I had that. Too. I have a different Palestine. necklace. Mama got me this one. And it, it's Lebanon. And she and I was like, if we put if we, two plus two was four. Right. It's five plus five is ten. Right. Then what the, the fuck, fuck is with this? this? Like, I'm just like, what is going on? You don't think that. OK, anyways. And she was like, Oahu. And I was like, no. Oh, Oahu. Oahu. 
like oh wow like, does this look like hawaii like, like the, the the culture <laughs> not hawaii <laughs> <laughs> the, the culture of the wedding at which you're at yeah. is this country. Is this, this country? Girl. But you know what? We're just gonna. She was a sweetheart, but I was uh, like, Aww. I'm not surprised though. Josie and I were on set, and we saw it firsthand. A white woman ask my amazing, talented hairstylist, Porshana, um, what state was around her, her neck on a necklace, and she had to tell her it was Africa. And I was like, There's no way she's being serious. But also, this was also the same. Um, very surprising white woman who went up to another black hairstylist on our set and said, happy birthday, Porshana. Oh, she's like, oh, so there can be more than one black woman. Yeah. God, it was really mind blowing for her. It was really fascinating. But I'm glad you enjoyed the wedding. It the, did look insane. The I don't wedding think- was beautiful and like the bride and groom, like genuinely, like they're so in love and it just made me feel like and when, like, the father, who's, like, my doctor, like, he's incredible, like, walked her down the aisle, I just started crying because then I just thought about, like, my dad walking me down the aisle and, like, my mom and just seeing, like, one day I can't wait to get married and spend the rest of my life with someone. Oh. Is it going to be anytime soon? I'd rather skin myself have you, alive. Have you but, always yearned to be married? Yeah. Yes. Seriously. My, my greatest— but since you were little, you were like, I want to get married. Yes. Since I was a kid, I'm, I'm most excited to have kids, have my own kids. Obviously, whether if I can or not, or whether I decide to adopt. Yeah, of course. Um, they're your children. They're regard- exactly. Um, I kind of want to Sandra have- Bullock it. Yeah. Wait, what? Sandra Bullock. Oh, oh, you mean her in real life. Not the I, blind side. I was you, thought, the blind you, thought, side. you thought the blind side. You said, well, okay, we're going to find a man on the side of the street and we're going to have a white savior moment. Please, Josie. <laughs> I was like, you want a blind side? No. <laughs> Bitch, that was the biggest white savior film of all time. She kind of Although did. she is the antithesis of that character because she is such a progressive queen. But she's a good white. Alicia and I have this thing where we identify good whites and she is a good white. Why are you telling the public our tea? Well, because it's just the truth. But, but, um, I, you so, know, no, it's but funny I do love Sandra in person, like as a as when an individual. I love. I her. was a junior. We had to write letters to ourselves in my religion class, and the first for thirty years from now. And I was like, let me think logically. So I was like, okay, you've had three husbands. Um, you've been charged with <laughs> fraud, but you won the case. But you won. You won the case. Uh-huh. Your kids wow. are she like made it out. They're the next like um, Mary Kate and Ashley, um, <laughs> like Paris Hilton esque, but with less opioids. Um, mm. And yeah, I had written that. My religion teacher came up to me and he was like, "This is really strange," but like I kind of <laughs> believe it. He believed it, and he was like, "Normally, I would tell someone to redo it, but like this feels right for you." Um, and this he was like before it. I well, transitioned. Josie, which is We've even talked harder. about like you as a mom one day, like your kids are going to be going to like soccer practice or like honestly theater camp while you're like dr- picking them up in the nicest Range Rover or Tesla. You're going to be the coolest mom you're ever. You're going to be the coolest mom ever. Well, also, you're also going to be the coolest. Both of you guys, you're going to yeah. be the best aunts to my kids oh, of ever. Your kids are going to be fucking menaces, Yasmin. You are going <laughs> to have say that? menaces. And you're going to empower them to be insane. Why do you say that? No, no, but actually they say it skips a Jenny. You're going to be like creative expression. and then No, my kids are going to write with like God knows what, like dirt on the walls, and be like, "I'm watching you," and I'll be like, "That's art." Yeah, like, they you know do how, like, say. Him and Kanye will say like Northwest, like <laughs> fucking devil drawings, and they're like, "Our kid is so talented," no. and I'm just like, Josie and I have had so many conversations about how we will like. 
be helping with each other's like kids. And yeah, how we're just going to be like polar opposite moms, but it's going to be good because our kids will need like the opposite. Well, we practically talked about co-parenting, not in a relationship. Yeah, which we could do. Our children would hate their lives. But something that I worry about, too, is because I see so many people with the craziest fucking parents and they're normal. And then I see such nice, normal parents with the craziest kids. And it concerns Mm -hmm. me when I do nice things because I'm like, fuck, like maybe I shouldn't be this nice because my kid. Not you gaslighting yourself to be a mean person. Josie, you should actually not let you do. Yes, no, I agree. You should honestly be mean for the rest of your life. Yeah, you should. Right. You so should be raised just like the most iconic children. Right, exactly, Josie. I think you and I from now we should just be absolute bitches to everyone we know. We don't Wait. talk to anyone, and so Wait, we're investing um... in ourselves in the future. So then our kids are actually iconic individuals, but we're the we're the fucked up people. Do you know what I mean? Speaking of investing into our future, one thing that we can do to ensure that our future is going to be a good one, where we're safe and not literally losing our rights, like my grandmother's losing hair is by voting. <laughs> that segue. So, everyone, round of applause for that segue. Yeah. Round of applause for that segue. Today, everyone just see, like the audio engineers we, and the camera officer are like, yeah, Josie. Amazing so work. We're, You're we're so talking right about, about that. We're talking about voting today. Yeah. Okay, so today we are tackling the spookiest topic, the scariest topic. This is this keeps me up at night. It makes me shiver. There's sends shivers down my spine. It's what? The midterms. We hear so much shit from our peers. Like, well, I live in California, so my vote doesn't matter. Or like, I hate both candidates. So like, I don't know who to vote for. Maybe I just shouldn't vote. Well, that's like, not okay, A. And B, I know this can be really disheartening and really exhausting. I understand that. So we're going to quell your fears and get into some big So we're going to eat quail live on camera. So we're going to eat quail live on camera, raw, real, visceral. And we're going to just took out the box. We're going to be real. And we're going to discuss things. We're going to discuss the hoaxes, the the facts, the truths about voting and organizing. Plus, we'll share our top 10 hottest ways to vote and be civically engaged. Stay tuned. Hi, guys. Don't forget to follow us at Dare We Say on Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash dare we say. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We need to talk about fashion, the styles, the cultural impact, but also the impact on people and the planet. Fashion can be a dirty industry, and usually it is. And its environmental impact is no secret. And there's a podcast we're loving at the moment that talks about this very problem. Hot Buttons is a show about the future of fashion and culture on a changing planet. Hosted by renowned journalists Christina Binkley and Rachel Kibbe and Sheila Kim Parker, two fashion entrepreneurs and change makers. They debate and discuss the breaking news, industry moves, cultural trends, and tech breakthroughs that are shaping sustainable fashion. And they have fun too. Fashion Month, the latest Balenciaga collection, they're here for all of it. If you love fashion and care about its impact on the planet, which you should, Hot Buttons is a show for you. So find and follow Hot Buttons wherever you listen to your podcast. Dare We Say is brought to you by Squatty Potties. Squatty Potties. Alicia and I, it's not, it's a known fact. I feel like everyone knows. It's a part of our daily life at this point. It's a, it's a part of our personality at this point that Squatty Potty is everything to me. My life might be falling apart. Yes, everyone, I bleached my brows. But I, there's one thing that stays consistent and that is the Squatty, Squatty Potty. Potty. 
you know what? Men may not be there for you. Your politicians <laughs> may not be there for you. Fuck you, Nancy. But you know what will always be there for you is a squatty potty. I did have someone try to steal one from my home. And so that just goes to show the squatty potty puts your body, you guys. They put It puts your body in a natural squatting position. Our bodies were designed to poop this way. Our bodies weren't designed to poop like half laying down. That's not going to help your bowels. Your bowels want to be literally scrunched up. So it's easier for the shite to come out of your anus. Clinically proven to help you poop better. As difficult as it is for me to talk about poop, facts are facts, guys. It just makes your life better. It is clinically proven to make the way that you poop easier and better for you. And also, they're like kind of cute. Like I, the girls have kind of convinced me because I was like, I just don't want to have that thing out. But there's so many options. Like it fits in every bathroom. It comes in white, wood, clear, folding, travel, marble pattern. Like it's everything that you need. And just because we know that you're going to love it, there's a 60-day money-back guarantee. But we know that you're going to be obsessed with it. Over 8 million stools sold, okay? And there's over 10,000 five-star reviews. Listen, it's it's clinically proven that hot people have IBS. That's the Harvard study. Will I provide that study? Absolutely not. So because we have irritable bowel syndrome, it's hard to shit. But with the squatty potty, it makes things so much easier. I look forward to having my daily shites. Just my parents are going to freak out listening to this. Sorry, it's a human thing. Like this is, it's something important. And the fact that Squatty Potty is kind enough to endorse, dare we say, we just, we we're. I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. We're grateful because they make our life better. And we're about to make your life better because we love you. We're going to give you a discount. And if you know anything about us, we love to save some bread. Okay. So if you guys want to get into this great deal, you should go to squattypotty.com slash dare. Squattypotty.com slash dare for 20%, y'all. 20% off of your purchase. Let me just run that back one more time. That's squattypotty.com slash dare. Got it? Good. Dare We Say is brought to you by Smile Actives. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Are your teeth aging you? Popular foods and drinks are known to stain. Coffees, I drink five a day. Uh, Some people have that hot girl cigarette smoke. That's not good for your teeth. The wine stain, I drink so many glasses a night. So what will brighten your smile? I think about it constantly. Well... I'll tell you what, Smile Actives. Smile Actives is a safe, effective, easy to use and will keep you smiling proudly. 97%, no, no, let me say that again. 97% of Smile Active users in a clinical trial reported up to six shades wider on average, all within 30 days. Like, have you ever wished that you had a wider and brighter smile? I know I have. Yes, yes. But before you visit a dentist, you should know that Their whitening treatments can be very expensive and it's not just the price, okay? You also have to book the appointment and schedule time away from work or family to sit in a dentist's office, which none of us like, and then undergo the procedure, which is a hassle and cumbersome. But fortunately, now you can try Smile Actives at home or anywhere, anytime. Smile Actives offers a safe and affordable alternative to those expensive whitening procedures. Simply add Smile Active's Pro Whitening Gel to your regular toothpaste. It's been formulated with PolyClean technology to boost stain removal and deliver active whitening ingredients into the teeth's grooves and crannies to get better whitening. Smile Active makes a teeth whitening gel that can simply be added to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth. So no change in your routine, no extra time yet. 
people will start commenting on your whiter, brighter smile in just days. Smile Actives is the whitening boost your favorite toothpaste needs to give you the smile that you deserve. I've been using Smile Actives for the last week, and I swear to God, I FaceTimed my mom, and she goes, your smile looks whiter. Have you, did you get, like, your teeth whitened? And I smiled to her and said, no, mom, it's Smile Active. Take it from me. I literally don't, I don't, like, fuck around with my teeth. Like, it's very important to me to always have the whitest, brightest smile, and I have that now thanks to Smile Active. So this is how, this is what we're going to do for you, okay? I want you to visit smileactives.com slash dare today to receive our special buy one, get one free offer plus free shipping and handling. That's smileactives.com slash dare. Oh, righty, guys. It is October. It feels insane. We've gone through so much of this year. So that means that it is spooky season. And the midterms are right around the corner. They are approaching. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. The shit is getting crazy and really scary. Oh, my God. I know, right? Brazy. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wow. wait. Wait. It's October. Is she an actress? <laughs> no, is she an not. actress? I'm Start crying. Start crying. Start crying. Cry, 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 cry. I wait, I'm not tears. kidding. I'm no, not kidding. We're not I'm starting not... the conversation until there's a tear coming out of her fucking wait, eyeball. Yeah. I'm Jersey, actually worried about there. her mental health. It's almost there. Push, push, push. Wait, push, wait, wait. There. And she got the call yes, back. Yes, <laughs> wait, you guys. Actually, I'm so shook by the fact that it's October. Like, I promise that I'm okay. But it's October. <laughs> I, I just always forget about October as a month. Oh, and to wow. think that this is happening. Okay, we have all we need to see. You got the call back. You got the call back. Now I'm actually worried for your mental health. Yeah, if that's what I'm saying. Alicia, okay, Josie, word, we'll check in. We'll check in. We'll check in. We okay, love you. Sorry. And mental we'll, health we'll, check. We'll see. We're going to see you in December. We're going to see you in December. Everyone give a round of applause for Josie's tear. She got the part. Incredible work. And we also we'll, love her dearly and we'll have a conversation after. Yeah, exactly. As we see, kids, October is a brazy-ass time for us. And there's so much at stake right now. So much to lose. <laughs> so, so much, much beef, to gain. <laughs> so much steak. So much veal. Yeah, so much all quail. Of and our greatest weapon against some of these scary things, especially politically, to combat a potential red wave is organizing and voting. Yep. And with so many voter suppression laws recently passed and an insane amount of disinformation online, we wanted to kick off the final stretch of election with answering some of the most frequently asked questions about voting and getting involved as young people and the importance of that. And before we jump into all of this, I wanted to share a quick little experience that I unfortunately had in 2020 because voter suppression is real and voter intimidation is real. Um, it's not some mythical issue Mm-mm. happening in some faraway land. It affects people on a daily basis. Yeah. And I think that we don't hear voter suppression stories enough. Um, and that's on purpose because they don't want yeah. these stories to come out because they want to act like this is a fair, this is a real democracy, when quite frankly, no, it's not. Alicia? Yeah. So um, as you guys know, in 2020 was my first time voting in a presidential election. And because I'm a nerd, I was way too hyped. I was super excited. I wore like a little. Um, <laughs> I can imagine you were like the voting, and you're like, just like I voted. Sticker. I, I came in my jeans. <laughs> yeah, like, you did. I came in my like off color shirt. Like um, it said, like no justice, no peace. I had my bun, my hoops, and I was just way too freaking excited. And I went with my mom and my dad. Um, 
But very long story short, I got up to the booth and an elderly white woman was like, do you have your ID? And I said, yes, I do. And I gave her my ID and it was my permit at the time um, because I didn't have a driver's license. And she goes, are you sure you're from this area and this is the center that you're supposed to be voting at? Which area was it? Um, I was in Westchester County, which if you know anything about like the demographic of Westchester County, it's one of the richest counties in the country. Um, So it's predominantly affluent and white. Um, So I didn't, you know, I'm not up in arms about that. I'm like, okay, she's doing her due diligence. It's a regular question. I said, yeah, um, I'm 100% sure this is the place that I'm supposed to be voting. And she goes, are you sure that you know that? And I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, I am. She goes, do you live in this area? And I go, yes, I do. And she goes, you don't live anywhere else. Are you sure that um, you are actually registered to vote? And I was like, I promise you, I know I'm registered to vote. Um, And then she goes, where were you born? Mm, That question. And I was like, I was born in New York. And it starts to get dark. And I have people next to me with three other um, poll workers registering people in so that they can vote and multiple series of people start to go and I'm stuck with this elderly white woman. And it becomes such a problem that both of my parents walk up and she's like, do you have any form of any other form of identification? And I was like trying to be as gracious and eloquent as possible to diffuse the situation, which I shouldn't have had to do. And I was like, listen, I was born in New York. I went to Harrison High School. I can prove to you that I went to Harrison High School. And my heart just dropped. I was so uncomfortable. And I just thought in the moment, not only how I was made to feel othered and ostracized in this moment as the only Black woman in this entire poll center at the time, but how these are the moments that turn people away from voting Mm. and being an active member in their society and democracy. And I understand on a daily basis, why it can be hard for people to vote. But this is why we should be going out to the polls and making our voice heard. Um, And unfortunately, with that interaction with that white woman, it didn't end there. She continuously was asking me questions, questions that nobody else in the room was being asked. And I was so taken aback and so dumbfounded, dumbfounded. Like, I had no words. And if you know anything about me, it's hard to get me silent. Like, your girl likes to talk. And I was just like, I was shocked because I was facing like voter suppression in real time. Yeah. And I was like, are you shitting me? Like, this is stuff that I've advocated against. This is stuff that I'm always talking about. And it's happening to me right now. And I was, I felt like a little girl again. And I felt like I shouldn't have been speaking out. And I felt like maybe I did do something that was disrespectful. And my mom filed a complaint with the center because of how awful of a moment it was. After we had gone home, she drove back and filed a complaint and said that that woman was neglectful and discriminatory. And that's how big of a deal this was. And I didn't talk to anyone about it except you guys. Because I was so embarrassed as if I did something. Which you didn't. Which I didn't. You didn't do anything at all. Thank you. No, that is an awful situation. And you had no fault in that. And the only person who should have responsibility for any of that is that woman who is clearly racist and also the system that we live in that is built on these ideals that allow people and empower people like that woman to make it difficult for you as a black woman to vote and participate in an election fairly and is a perfect example of how this is a real problem. And as I said, an epidemic that faces our political system. So I think let's just let's just get this out of the way. What is 
voter suppression. We, we talk about voter suppression. We see it on the news. We see it on TikTok, Daily Mail, yada, yada, yada. But I think people forget or at least don't know what voter suppression actually is and different laws that are being passed to make voting harder for people in America, specifically different disenfranchised communities. So, ladies. Yeah, well, I think it's important to first start out by talking about the fact that U.S. voter turnout rates are especially low um, relative to other democracies and that this is even more true during midterm elections. I feel like Mm. I notice that in my personal life, in my friend group, like when we're talking about voting, it's usually talking about general elections and not midterm elections. And the U.S. voter turnout um, usually hovers around 60 percent, but reached 66 percent in 2020. And we know that older groups are typically the most consistent voters. We're talking about your old Republican grandpa who knows the exact date that he needs to get his ballot in. And he yep. you know, spends all day watching Fox News and knows exactly what <laughs> his intentions are and what he wants to do. While young people like us have a historically lower turnout and You know, that could be due to just people being jaded by the state of the world and not having enough information, voter suppression. Um, And the wealthier and the more educated you are, the more likely you are to vote. White voters have historically had higher vote turnout rates and black voter turnout rates are typically second highest. And um, they were actually like roughly even, I believe, in 2008 and 2012. And Hispanic and Asian American voter turnouts are significantly lower. So I just think it's important to see the relationship that people have to voting, especially when it comes to an election like this, is not an incredibly good one, at least for non-white young people. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's also important to note that across the nation, there are actual laws and systems being perpetuated that oppress people Mm. and keep them from actually going out to the polls and creating tangible change. Like in 2020 alone, according to the Election Law Journal, it is most difficult to vote in New Hampshire, in Mississippi, Arkansas, Wisconsin, and Texas because of specific laws put in place um, that keep people from voting. Um, Yeah. And I also think that it's important to note that this isn't new, right? In the past, when we saw that African-Americans were first allotted the right to vote— it was literacy test, right? Yep. And poll taxes. You had to prove. And, and prove that you were intellectual enough to vote. And that kept Black people from voting. And unfortunately, that is still going on in a lot of ways. Yeah. Right? Which, and things that we'll get into later in regards to like ID and long lines and waits and not enough polling centers or rejecting absentee ballots. And you have to we'll take the day later. off work and you might not get paid during that day. So, yeah. you, so you have to you have to think about, do I get a, a, a day's worth of pay to feed my family or do I vote? Yeah. And so when we talk about that, and I think it also like 2021 was an unprecedented year for new voting laws. At least 24 new states have passed laws restricting voting according to five 538 analysis, Florida, Georgia, Iowa, and Texas were particularly particularly egregious examples of new anti-voter laws. So I know in like in Texas, eliminated curbside and overnight voting, eliminated drop boxes, created new confusing and poorly implemented requirements to vote. And so in the primary, absentee ballot rejection rates were as high as 30% in Texas, the most populous counties, compared to less than 1% the, in previous elections. Yeah. So that's and, not on accident. No. And then we see in Georgia that there are new ID requirements for absentee voting, a new deadline for requesting an absentee ballot and is 
now illegal to provide food or water to voters Jesus who are waiting in a long line. In Iowa, they dramatically shortened the amount of time for early voting and moved the deadline up to request an absentee ballot. Those are just a few examples of the ways that people are being oppressed in states around the country. So the fact that you literally can't even bring someone who's in line to vote food or water, and we know that historically these lines are incredibly long and could be hours long, it's just an insane thing to do. Like, what's what is illegal about bringing someone a glass of water or a bottle of water while they're in line to vote? Like, that is that literally is no, it's, insane. It's, it's, and I, that and once again, this is not on purpose. And it's I, I constantly think of is it the right is it the left? But it's like, why do Republicans want to oppress and suppress the vote so badly? It's because they're afraid because of power. They they're afraid yeah. of of marginalized communities and they're afraid of people taking back their power and speaking their voices. They're afraid of losing. We know that they know that their beliefs aren't popular with the majority of Americans. Yes. And uh, polls literally show that that's just a fact. And if everyone voted, they'd lose. And in other words, they're, they are afraid of our power. Our power. Yeah. And I mean, our they're power. afraid of our, In other words, and other, no, but they're literally afraid. They're pussies. And they're afraid <laughs> yeah, of they're our actual, power. No, and also, like, with moving up the dates, it, like, infuriates me because they don't want people to have access to the information that Correct. they need to vote. Yep. Because we would be turning chairs. We would be turning the colors of states. Like, if... It lacks our ability to actually have a voice. Like, like I know, like, my everyday friend it doesn't know the date that they need to enter in information. They, on purpose, make information complicated and make this a nuanced, gruesome process mm-hmm. because they know the more that we get out to the polls, the more that things are going to change. Yep. Like, we are the most progressive, the most diverse generation that this country has ever seen. Ever. So they know that the more that we step into those booths, the more that things are radically changing. It's and giving you've, Nikki. you've had the... It's giving it's Nikki. It's giving Nikki. To freedom! To fr- no, but I also, I want to touch on that, Alicia, because I think it's important to bring up, I hear a lot of people, and this is some people I've even heard. Also, I'm so- sorry, I just, I, 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 sorry, I just became like a little, uh, what is that called? Um, like a, a vo- the volunteer in me wanted you to know like there are over 20 states that have same day registration so don't let that scare you kids and and we're gonna at the end of the episode we're gonna provide resources and yeah. links to figure out where the nearest polling booths are yada 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 so you have access and information so i want to bring up how the people in power want to make things over complicated they want to confuse you they want to make things harder for you to vote and inherently it's oppressive it's racist yeah and it's unacceptable yeah no voter suppression specifically affects black people, working class, minorities, Mm -hmm. disenfranchised people the most. Like those groups, disenfranchised and minority groups, like the working class, black people, people of a lower socioeconomic status consistently face long lines to vote, higher absentee ballot rejection rates, and face greater turnout drops after polling place consolidations, likely due to a lack of affordable transportation options. And then when it comes to voter ID, we know that voters of color are less likely to have necessary identification. Mm -hmm. And some studies have suggested that voter ID laws cause higher drops in voter turnout among voters of color than amongst white voters, which is no surprise. Like, I don't think people understand how difficult it is when you are living in a city like the Bronx, like Detroit, like a city, quote unquote, that is urban, right? And to have to hop on a train, have to hop on public transportation, 
get an ID. Like, mo- like most of my family members did not get their licenses till later in life, right? Like my tia Chuchu, shout out to her, she's amazing, got her license at 32. So now you're telling me if she does not have a driver's license, even though she is a U.S. citizen, yep. her children are U.S. Here, citizens. Are U.S. citizens were born here. She pays taxes. She is not able to vote because she doesn't have a driver's license. Even though if she shows up with another form of identification, they do this on purpose because they know these places, these statues in place are going to affect people that do not think like most of the people in power, whether it's the right, whether it's people who are affluent. One thing that really grinds my gears is when I hear friends say that they live in a blue state and like, does their vote even matter? And to that, yeah, fuck yeah. Carrie Ann and Ava, your vote absolutely no, matters. Carrie Ann and Ava from Dancing okay. with the Stars. We can use her. Cool. Listen, your vote does matter. For one thing, not all Democrats are obviously going to be an amazing option. And and they're not all wonderful people, just like how not all people are wonderful people. So you have to vote for the candidate that best represents your values. Local races, they often fall under the radar. So even in blue places, you might not have the policies that reflect your values. Um, Oh, an example that our producer brought up was that um, in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, it's the only county in New England that has opted into a partnership in data sharing with ICE. And the sheriff's election this year may change that. I think it's also important to note that like we can't get too comfortable as constituents. Like, these people work for us. It's really easy for us as young people, us as a generation in general, just as Americans right now, it's easy for us to get really comfortable and go, oh, well, we have the seats that we need, or this state is blue. But honey, if that last presidential election before the one that we just had with Trump showed you anything, is that you need to show up and show out. Because a lot of people wrongly thought that the election was going to go their way, right? A lot of people got way too comfortable and was and were like, oh, like a fascist like Trump is never going to get elected. And then that didn't happen because people didn't show up and people weren't active. And Angela Davis says it best. Local elections have global ramifications. Hundred, wait, say it again. I need you to say that again. <laughs> like that sentence. Angela Davis says local elections have global ramifications. Like That's true. So many activists and so many philosophers Say, like, you may not do politics, but baby, politics will do you, honey. Mm-hmm. Oh, so oh you God, might as well. Yeah, yeah so wait. you. And, and, like, and it you won't might... feel good. <laughs> no, honey. And it's, you're not going to, you're not going to leave happy. I'll you trust... will not finish first. Babe. You will no, not. You'll leave, you, no, you'll leave chafed and dry. And, and you might be probably day, with the UTI, honestly. With the UTI and the cranberry juice will be sold out at Walgreens. And yeah. the the medication. And your gyno won't be able to see you for three weeks. No, they so won't. So it's going to suck. Uh, well, for, so for you might months. as well do politics, babe. And do some due diligence and care. The issues in local elections, though, it's important to mention that it's not always going to fall on traditional like Democrat-Republican lines. And in in California, for example, like, I mean, let's talk about the housing policy, which has been an ongoing local and state issue for like a a very long time. And we see it every day living in Los Angeles. Um, And recently, the state passed new laws enabling duplexes and making it easier to transform commercial properties into housing um, in an effort to address the state's affordable housing crisis, which I think is an incredibly large point to bring up, especially living in a big city like L.A., where the um, housing crisis is such a big thing and we're seeing so yeah. many people you know yeah. take to the street yeah and it's I feel like going back to your point Josie of like 
oh, I hate both candidates. Who do I vote for? I think when going about voting and deciding where do you stand, I really implore you to think about how human rights are should not be politicized. Having a roof over your head should not be a Republican or Democrat thing. That should be a human thing. Having the right to choose what you want to do with your body, that is not a Republican thing and that is not a Democrat thing. Having health care, that is not a Republican or a Democrat thing. So I really think when you are voting, think about human rights at the fore. And our, and when I think of human rights, I also think our environment at the forefront of whatever decision you decide to vote. And also, I think there's some questions that we get into like, oh, I just moved. How do I re-register to vote? Why is it important to vote? I'm busy. It takes time. It really doesn't take a lot of time. And honestly, you could do it with a friend group. Like I remember in the 2020 election when I voted for the first time, I did it with my best friends. I don't remember who I was. I think, was I with you, Yasmin, or Noel, or Ali? Like, I think it was with Noel and Ali. We did it it together at the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we all all did it together. We all got into a car and drove around North Hollywood. And like, I don't know, it's fun. And it's literally so easy. Um, And there's also so many different options and ways to vote that is convenient for you. Obviously, depending on where you live, you may be able to request your ballot by mail, which is what I do when I fill it out at home or try to stop my mom from filling it out for me. I'm just kidding. Um, and <laughs> now my mom gets arrested for voter fraud. Now I promise she never, she never does that. Um, <laughs> but even though she definitely loves to tell me what her opinions are, I'm like, mother, I'm my own human. Um, but in most states, early voting is also a great option, especially if you're incredibly busy. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'd say we just recommend to go to vote before election day when lines are typically shorter and just to get it out of the way. Yeah. And it is worth the time because the time that you put in the, you know, 20 minutes, the 30 minutes, the however long it takes that you put in to literally vote is timeless in its impact. And in, in the product that you are going to see, especially when it comes to midterm elections in your day to day life. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I I couldn't agree more. Like, I take it so seriously, the fact that people have died and fought for Mm -hmm. my right to vote in this country. Yep. And I don't want to squander that. I I empathize with people that are like, well, the system's broken. It's corrupt. I empathize with you, but it's like, baby, might as well do something rather than nothing. Like, your tax dollars go to these people. The things that they advocate for are going to affect you. Locally, they're extremely important, especially this midterms. Are you kidding me? There are 36 governors up. There's chief uh, state official seats um, up for grabs. There are so many things right now on the ballot that will affect you. The way that your state's position on abortion, climate crisis, um, education, education, all of those things are affected by the state representatives that you decide to either step in a booth and vote for this midterms or decide to not have a place in your government because it's going to affect you regardless. Like, I don't think that people understand how important midterms are because also who you voted to put as a president, their job only gets harder or easier advocating for the things that you care about and the things that you're passionate about based on who you decide to represent you on a state level. They represent you. It's literally in the name of what they do, honey. They're representatives. Yeah, so if you want them to do that, you might as well go in the booth 
And to make your lives easier, we wanted to provide some information because I get it. It can be cumbersome and annoying to vote, but I promise you it's better to do so. There are literally resources online that will allow you to fill out a pre-ballot. So when you walk in, you already know who you want to vote for, the props that you care about. For all information you'll ever need in regards to voting, go to votesaveamerica.com slash volunteer. We'll be right back. So there's nothing hotter, there's nothing more sexy, nothing more attractive than a person who's civically engaged. So the girls and I did a little something for you. We did our due diligence and we made a list of the top 10 ways to be civically engaged and aggressively hot. Number one, make a plan. Because knowledge is power, but knowledge is also sexy. So stay informed and knowledgeable about your federal, state, and most importantly, local elections. Number two, text bank. Instead of drunk texting your ex, drunk text a total stranger. You wake up with no regrets the next morning. I would know. Number three, persuade. Top, no. Bottom, no. Switch, yes. Especially when you're switching from red to blue. It's never too late to convince a conservative to vote Dem or to be Dom. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Number four, relational organizing. Get all your friends together and have an orgy of facts. A truth orgy. Woo! Number five, call your congressperson. Are you looking for a new kink? Do you know that you can call your congressperson and tell them your wants and needs? And just maybe they'll ask for more. Ooh. Oh! Number six, donate. Receiving is great, but nothing is quite sexier than a giver. Number seven, door knock. If you're craving belittlement from a stranger and the satisfaction of a job well done, door knock. Number eight, spread the word. Post a thirst trap and then direct people to votesaveamerica.com and give the people what they want. Number nine, self-care. Pleasure yourself. This is a stressful month. And lastly, number 10, vote. You owe it to everyone who's ever fought for your right to vote to do it. So get out there and fucking vote. Plus, nothing is sexier when someone walks in with the I voted sticker. Take me out! Why fuck people when you can just fuck the system? Ah, oh, so all in all, those are the top 10 ways to say civically engaged and aggressively hot. See you at the polls. Ah, guys, that was our show. I'm excited to get to the polls. I'll be working those polls day in, day out, especially in Orange County. Katie Porter, I love you. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. The political poll is so underrated. Uh, and it is something that I want to ride all night long. You know, get off the pole yeah. and go to the polls is is what my mother always told me as a young child. And <laughs> is that did. what she said? It changed who I am today. But honestly, I think we covered a lot of ground. I, I think we did. I'm proud of us. I hope that people feel galvanized to go out and vote. I'm excited too for these midterms. Um, want to go together? 
tea. We can make it a date. We'll make, make it a, a date, date with your friends. Make it a date with your friends. Or honestly, if there's a really cutie, there's a cutie that you want to text, then then t- say go to the. the uh, I'm. St- I'm Are you glitching. okay? You're malfunctioning. I'm glitching, but but I think even, I think I ride your wave. Like, you ride my and, wave. And yeah, them on a date, on a date them on a, with someone you think is cute. Yeah, you guys can like get yeah. a COVID test in the morning, and then go to the voting <laughs> polls, and then go to a retirement yeah. center. It's giving 2022. It's giving 2022. And I just want to say, like, we can post on Instagram, but like, if you have a dating profile or anything, and there's like, you can have, you can drop links, you can have any of those, like, prompts. All of mine says votesaveamerica.com slash vote on each one. And I swear to God, I've gotten so many swipe rights. And those are the people you want to surround yourself with, people who actually give a shit about the world. So anyways, I feel like all in all, (laughs) with that, we say adieu. Go out there, vote, do your due diligence. It's your human right. And if you don't vote, I don't want to hear a fucking peep out of your mouth after this. Yeah. Don't complain about shit you ain't willing to change. In the name of the Father and the Son. Amen. Vote. vote. Amen. Vote. Woo! Dare We Say is a Crooked Media production. Caroline Reston is our showrunner, producer, and mommy. And Ari Schwartz is our producer and show daddy. Fiona Pastana is our associate producer, and Sandy Gerard is the almighty executive producer. It's hosted and produced by me, Josie Toda. And me, Yasmin Hamadi. And me, Alicia Pascual Peña. Vasilis Fotapolis and Charlotte Landis, they are both our engineers. Brian Vasquez is our editor and theme music composer. Our video producers are Matt DeGroot, Nar Melkonian, and Dylan Villanueva, and Mia Kelman. Lastly, thank you to Jordan Silver, Gabriella Leverett, Jesse McLean, Caroline Haywood, Shayna Hortzman, Daisy Cruz, Danielle Jensen, and Awa Okalati for marketing the show and making us look so damn good. Good. 